So today's episode is going to be a little bit shorter than usual. Um, as as I previously stated, free Gaza, free Palestine, free Congo, free Sudan, free Yemen, free Hawaii, free all the places that are currently occupied by colonial forces, period. Um, keep protesting, keep boycotting. Starbucks has le- lost $12 billion, which is amazing. And if we keep standing on business like that, we should start seeing more changes. Um, some other concerning information I came across, like, yesterday night. Um, apparently, Kroger is attempting to buy out Albertsons, which would make them a huge conglomerate um, in the grocery store world. And we need to keep our eye out for things like that being centralized down to one company. It's never a good sign. It's the reason monopolies were outlawed in the first place. But that's some concerning information. Um, Just educate yourself, educate your family, because these politicians, these um, white supremacist Zionists are not going to stop. They're going to do whatever they want, regardless. Um, They don't. I don't know how to put in words. They don't care. Essentially, they run propaganda knowing that nobody's buying it. And at this point, it's just becoming a slap in the face of all of us. Um, The UN deciding to not do the ceasefire, even though every other country except the UK and the US voted for one, just shows you the cowardice of the people that are above us um, and the the villainy of the people that are above them even more so. So keep protesting, keep posting, keep, (sighs) Jesus, this, it's so frustrating with this shit because it's like, no matter how much evidence there is of the horrors that are going on over in Palestine, these people will make up shit. They will pretend that you're anti-Semitic in order to hide the fact that they're actively colonizing another land in the Middle East is insane. Israel is literally bombing Lebanon and Syria for what? Are they defending themselves from from Hamas there as well? They're not. They're colonizing. They're acting as an active military base and centralization for the U.S. and the U.K. in the Middle East because that's the only stronghold that they have in that area and they're looking to expand which is why they're committing genocide and paying for the genocide of Palestinian people and it's sickening and it's sad and free all of those people and free the children in Sudan and Congo that are being displaced that are being forced to work in diamond mines so that these celebrities and these rich people can walk around with gaudy earrings and necklaces um, at the hands and the blood of children and at the hands and the blood of the women that are being raped and abused by the people that are being paid by the U.S. and the U.K. to keep them in order and working in these areas for free. That's my intro. Um, if you need resources or anything that you would like to know more of, please Get online for one yourself, or you can always reach out to me. I can try to direct you to some resources in order to educate yourself. Okay, so like I said earlier, no news segment today. We're going to jump right into it. 
Um, so this episode is titled Rejection, Grief, and Growing Up. Um, and that's been like a huge, 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 um, how can I say, theme for my year this year. Um, everybody that knows me know I was in a long-term relationship um, since I was 19 years old up until the beginning of this year. Um, and I want to start out by saying, um, in no way in that relationship was I perfect at all. I don't want to place the blame all onto one individual. Um, I had my own problems that were an issue in our, in that relationship. Um, very immature, very manipulative, very emotionally abusive, very just stuck in my ways at that time. Uh, and yeah, this shit just didn't work out. Obviously, there were other factors. I won't get into that because that's not what this is about. But yeah. So yeah, my relationship ended in June. Yeah, in June. So it's been about seven months. And my perspective on it has shifted a couple times. But I like I like where I'm at now with it. I think it's probably the health, healthiest mentally. And... It shows the most growth that I've had since said breakup. So, um, yeah, that relationship, yeah, I got into that relationship in 2017. Um, I was 19. We met at college. Uh, yeah, we just, I don't know, we fell in love super quick. We were, like, inseparable. Anybody that knew me and him at the time knows that, like, that was literally my best fucking bud. But, um... Behind the scenes, a lot of shit was just not where it was supposed to be. And I used to be, like, um, kind of hard on myself about it when I was, like, reflecting and thinking about it. But at the same time, I was literally 19 years old when they first started and in my early 20s for most of the duration of the relationship. So I think a lot of it was that... One, we both needed to grow the hell up. Um, And we weren't able to do that because we were up each other's ass all the time. And for me specifically, after a certain point, I needed to just have more self-respect. Because um, all the other issues aside, there was a lot of infidelity in that relationship. And I just kept trying to make it work with somebody who clearly didn't want to make it work they would tell me they wanted to make it work but then it would be the same thing over and over again and um while I acknowledged the stuff that I had wrong on my part and was actively trying to fix it um it was hard to do so when I was also dealing with the that infidelity aspect as well because um trying to grow and dealing with the same bullshit over and over again does not work um, you can't expect change when things aren't actually changing, you feel me? So yeah, that went on for way, 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 way too long. And it was like, um, I don't want to say it in a way where it's like, we didn't love each other. Obviously, we loved each other a lot, but we didn't know how to love each other properly. And we didn't love ourselves. And we weren't honest with ourselves. Um, and that becomes a big issue in a long-term relationship. Um you have to be willing to change. You have to not hold resentment for people. Um, 
you have to be open and honest about what you want, open this, open and honest about where you are. Um, and when you don't do that, um, you can't, you can't have a long-term relationship. It just doesn't work out. Um, and yeah, so yeah, it was, it was all of that, the, the problems of being a freshly new adult and dealing with somebody else's infidelity, um, it just was not a good mix for me back then. And I and back then <laughs> I I was just in such a different mind state than I am now. Like when I think about it now, I'm just like like I was literally just a fucking kid and I was dealing, I was on my own for the first time um in a relationship that wasn't superficial for the first time and dealing with um a lot of my own emotions and trying to deal with somebody else's emotions and dealing with my own trauma and hurt that had nothing to do with this person, obviously, but it played a role in the dynamics of our relationship. Um, I was very, like I said earlier, resentful, not towards him specifically, but certain things that happened in my life previously. Um, And it made me a very mean person to be very frank um I said whatever the hell I wanted to say without considering anybody's feelings ever and not even just to him to my friends that I had at that time as well I was very blunt I was very negative um very much a Debbie Downer was not was not a vibe at all well I well (laughs) I was a vibe when I could be but I would get into these modes where it was just like a bunch of self-destruction all at the same time and I was throwing that out on him and I was throwing that out on my friends at that time which was not healthy um and at the time I didn't see anything wrong with it that's how I grew up that's the relationships I saw in my life growing up um and the uh, this is a topic I see on Twitter all the time I thought being blunt and straightforward was the best way to get the truth across to people when in reality I was just being an asshole um, and not taking in consideration anybody else's feelings, which wasn't good. Um, and now that I look back on that now, it's just, it's sad how things in our childhood shape who we become later on in life. Because when that shit, when I, when other people would do that to me, when people would be blunt and nasty with me, I hated it. But yet somehow I ended up becoming that person myself, um, once I got older, um, but yeah that was a part of the downfall as well um i think <laughs> shit it's hard on up to your shit but i think after a while like you know you can make up with people you can say you're going to do better but after a while i just genuinely stopped believing it and instead of leaving I just went through the motions with this person for another five years after we initially got together. And it was just like, we were good when we were good, but when it was bad, it was awful. It was terrible. It was not any type of relationship that anybody needed to be in at all. Um, And I told him this too when we broke up. I'm like, I... I am not upset about the breakup itself. Like, deep down, 
I knew that the shit was coming anyway because shit was just not getting better. Um, I can only speak on my end. On my end, I was trying to get a hold of myself, um, trying to, you know, get rid of those bad habits that I had picked up from people growing up around the people that I was growing up around. But obviously it doesn't happen overnight and the lingering resentments from the past are all are there until they're worked through and the resentment just never went away nobody ever actually stopped um and tried to say okay this happened um we didn't like that we did this to each other or I didn't like what you did to you I don't like what I did to you you didn't like what I did to me um, and we're going to work together to make this better. It That was always said, but it was never actually done. Somebody would always bring up the past. Somebody would always make a little quip about something in the past. <laughs> the little quip, somebody mostly being me. Um, but yeah, forgiveness has to be complete. When you leave room for resentment and just lingering feelings you leave a gap for where things could be patched up and then you can actually move forward and the thing was the resentment was never let go and and sometimes it just can't be and at that time at that point you need to make the decision like hey I don't need to be in this in this relationship anymore but the issue with us was we loved each other a lot and like we had planned our whole lives together so we're like we don't want to give up on this because we're you know, we're so far deep into it. But in reality, it doesn't matter how far deep you get if the shit's not changing. If the person, if one person doesn't want to change, if one person doesn't want to let go, it's never going to work. Um, and that's just the reality of it. And then adding infidelity and stuff on top of it just makes it all the more harder. Um, I feel like I, I do not like cheaters at all. I don't. I feel like when you get to that point, it's time to be an adult and say, hey, um, you can acknowledge that you still have feelings or whatever for that person. But if you get to the point where you want to see other people or you need to get intimacy from other people, you need to be strong enough to get up and let that person go and leave and not put them through hell for years at a time because you're too scared to admit your own feelings. That's not fair um, to anybody. Not that I was the cheater. Let me make that fucking clear. I'm not a cheater at all. I don't like it. I can understand in some aspects where a cheater might come from in certain situations. But at the end of the day, it's your job to say, this isn't working for me anymore. I want to explore other options. So we should end it here. Period. And that's where I'll end the blame on him for this. Um, and I don't even like using the word blame. There's no blame in any of this. Um we grew up together and then we grew apart. We couldn't fix the issues that um, had additionally plagued the relationship and they just festered and grew into something that was irreconcilable later on. Um, and then, eh, I, I think that's as much details as I want to give on it. Um, it ended way worse than I thought it would. I thought it would be able to end a little bit more amicably, but again resentment still lingering um how that individual went about what they went about they know what they did I'm not even going to expose all that on here 
but the ending is what made it irreconcilable like period and that wasn't on me because towards like the last year and a half I was like really really on my fucking p's and q's like I was journaling I was looking up stuff on how to deal with my emotions I was talking about my emotions with more people instead of bottling it up um I was working out just putting myself in a better mental space period and I can tell that the other person was not um they were going out drinking more with their coworkers staying out super late at night on work days and it just magnified that we were at two different points one was ready to take that next step and get better for themselves which would in turn make the relationship better better and the other one was self-destructing because they had not come to terms with whatever feelings that they had inside which is not my responsibility to um make a person heal themselves it's not your responsibility to try to force somebody to be better um for you people only change when they see want to see that change within themselves and i wanted to see that change within myself and the other person was not focused on that at the time being they want to be young they want to go out which is cool that's fine that's not where i was though anymore um and literally like the first six months of the year before the breakup it was just becoming more and more evident that we were just on two different paths and I could feel it but I was like I want to make this work like literally had our wedding had a wedding a, a marriage plan for this year a pregnancy plan for the end of this year like it was about to get serious and I realized like every fucking rom-com or, or romance book the, the the dude always gets dodgy when shit starts getting serious and they're not ready to grow past where they are. So now that I'm looking at it in hindsight, it all makes sense. But I was putting myself through hell that whole time trying to get somebody that didn't care for me in the same way that they used to to care for me in that way anymore. Trying to get them to uh, change for me when in reality it was just time for me to put on my big girl panties and say this is not working for me anymore I love and care about you and I want you to do well but you're on a path that I don't agree with and that's not aligning with the path I'm currently on and I gotta bounce (laughs) but that shit is easier said than done especially back then for me like dealing or going in I was already insecure but dealing with infidelity brings a whole another type of insecurity. I was anxiously attached, so I was constantly begging and crying and just trying to use my... It, it was very emotionally manipulative in a way as well, because I was trying to use my emotions to make this person see what they're doing was hurting me and what was wrong. When they, they In reality, they knew it was wrong already. They didn't give a shit. Um, and towards the end, it would be getting more open and in my face with it. And I still it still didn't click to me up here like, oh, they just don't give a fuck anymore until a thing that happened happened and I completely snapped out of it. And I'm like, oh, this person doesn't care about how they make me feel anymore. Um, they're actually kind of taking pleasure in enacting whatever resentment they had on to me now because they know that I'm in a spot where. I'm not going to react the way I would use to react, which was unhealthy, which was abusive, which was um, crazy to put simple, (laughs) to put it simply, not that I'm proud of any of that shit at all. It was, 
it would have could have all been avoided if somebody had the self-respect to say nah this ain't it but uh yeah at a certain point it was just like torture it was like they were purposely doing things in my face purposely saying things to me to make me hurt because I had gotten well they thought I had gotten like weakened when in reality I had just changed how I reacted to things I didn't want to yell anymore I didn't want to fight with people anymore I didn't want to do anything out of that anymore so when they realized that I wasn't going to blow up like I usually would it became easier to just do that shit in my face because they knew that I would forgive them they knew that I would beg and it was just terrible it was terrible um and it really it really forced me to get into a place where I was like I'm not going to deal with anything of that nature ever again in my life. Um, I'm not going to let someone constantly disrespect um, my relationship and continue being the relationship with them. I'm not going to let anybody hold resentment over me for things that I've apologized for in the past already and that we've agreed to move on from. But yet they continue to hold that resentment subconsciously and do shit to me because of said resentment. I I I refuse to deal with that anymore. I refuse to deal with people who don't want to face their own emotions. I refuse to deal with people that don't love themselves because those people hurt you the most. And I actually had to start working on myself and loving myself more cuz I didn't want to be that type of person to anybody else either. But that's the difference between a lot of people. You have people that do the work that look back on how they were in the past and say, nah, I was not a good person at that point in time. Not even that you're not a good person, but I wasn't dealing with things healthily at that time and it caused me to harm others. Um, so yeah, it, it, it is two sides of the same coin with rejection. Um, some people take rejection and they're like, oh, I can never... I could never reach this goal. I could never um, have this type of spouse in my life. Um, they just get very defeated. And that's just how I used to be. And it and I want to say it literally gets you nowhere. You either take that step forward or you're going to be stuck where you're at. Or even worse, if you dive deeper into uh, self-destructive behaviors you're going to go backwards, which is even worse than being stuck where you're at. At least when you're stuck where you're at, you can only go forward. When you start doing things that you know are not mm, positive or you know are not going to help you move forward, you take some steps back. Um, And when I turned 25, it was just like, my brain was like, all right, bitch, get up, get up get up like we can't keep doing this shit every day we can't keep being depressed every day we can't keep distancing our friends we can't keep doing this shit we can't keep eating bullshit every fucking day and then complaining in the mirror when we don't look how we want to look um and I just got up one day and I'm like this shit is over I don't want this for myself anymore I've exhausted where these I've exhausted where my unhealthy toxic traits could take me like there there's there was no going any further with that there um and I changed um I started trying to see the beauty in the world I started talking to my mom and my grandma about what I was feeling and my friends 
and it made me a better person in the end because one I realized I was not alone everybody goes through shit everybody deals with fucking breakups tell people have had worse breaks up breakups than me and they still come back and bounce back my family especially um knowing that what the women in my family have gone through and um shit knowing what the what, what the women in my family have gone through and bounced back from and where they are now really um motivated me and it reassured me like I can live my life without this person I can still get the things I want without this person um I'm still who I am without this person um I think when a lot of people get into relationships especially young women who get into relationships in their early 20s their whole identity identity becomes that relationship everything they do is for that relationship even me I was living I didn't have a value in myself, so I was just living for that relationship. What can I do for him? What can I do to keep this thing going? When it clearly was a boat that was sinking. And maybe it could have been fixed, but I could not fix that on my own. And that's what I didn't realize back then. So when it comes to rejection, um, when it comes to dealing with people who have essentially abandoned you... um, and left you where you at, you have to use that as a stepping stone to go to the next level. Because you don't want to be in the same spot you got left at. You don't want to be stuck in a mindset and in a place that it was detrimental for you that you couldn't escape because you were living for somebody else when you have an opportunity to have a clean state slate and restart from scratch and become who you want to become become the person that you wanted to be for that person so that when the next person comes around you don't push all that negative shit that you were doing back then onto this whole new person who doesn't deserve it even the person in the past doesn't deserve it and this is and it's not even just relationships this is friendships as well I lost friends because I couldn't be open and vulnerable with them I would resort to um, being mean and just completely avoidant. Not good. That shit is toxic. Don't treat your friends like that, especially because at the this year, bro, <laughs> I keep I have keep having a million thoughts in the middle of this talking about this. But this year, my friends like held me the fuck down. Like, imagine if I had fucked up all my relationships with all my friends that I didn't have anybody to deal with um the emotions from the breakup with I would have been fucked like because family helps yeah but my friends one my one of my my best friend had literally gone through this like two years prior um and I I don't feel like I was there for her the way I should have been because I guess I had never experienced it um and I was just so caught up in my own shit but the way that she showed up for me amazing I I cannot ask for a better best friend period all of my friends who are supportive um and just let me vent to them they like they don't even know bro they got me through this year period um but you need people like that in your life you need to be able to be vulnerable with people because vulnerability leads to the best the best (laughs) vulnerability leads to the best epiphanies um, 
Because when you talk to other people, you realize you're not alone. These emotions you're feeling are universal. And it upset me so bad, too, when I realized that. Because I'm like, damn, everybody's been through this. Everybody goes through this multiple times within their life. Like, this shit is fucking crazy. Like, makes me want to go beat every dude up, beat every person, girl up, them up who's hurt somebody in this way. But another thing that I had to realize was that... People are all just doing the best that they can. Even people that hurt people. There's a reason for the things that they do. Um, not to excuse any of it. Uh, this is more This is more so for people I, I uh, in my age group. Because I feel like we're still super fucking young. We're still learning the ways of the world. We're still learning how to vocalize our emotions. Um, because to be frank, a lot of people that we were raised by taught us suppression they taught us um how to be victims essentially um i don't want to be a victim anymore nobody should be a victim um you have to stand up for yourself you have to have the enough respect to yourself to say hey this is not working um and it makes me sad when i see so many young women in relationships with men who treat them like absolute shit not to say that my ex treated me like absolute shit. Um, he probably showed me the most real life love I've ever experienced in my life outside of our issues. Um, like, bruh, he, he was my number one supporter. He motivated me. Um, he made sure I knew that I was loved. Um, but on the other hand, there's people <laughs> not even in real relationships and situationships, quotations, that are letting these dudes dog them out for not even that, for less than that, for a, a, a quick text, for a quick link and fuck. Like, no, bruh. Like, you have to have more respect for yourself than that. Um, if a dude is being nonchalant and they're not texting you and all, all you can get is a good morning and what you doing every six hours from them, you need to let that go. That's not the person for you. They're not interested in who you are as a person. They don't want to build a life with you. Um, that was a side rant. But <laughs> you have to be like, nah, this is not what I want. And you have to stick to what you want in order to get what you want. Because even post my break breakup, I dated a lot of fucking people. Way too more, way more than I should have dated and gave my time to way more people than deserved for way too long than they deserved. Um, just for the sake of seeing. Because I have this issue where I'm like, okay, maybe they just take a while to open up. Or maybe they're just scared to be hurt. And that's the problem a lot of people are. They're scared to be vulnerable. They're scared to show that they like somebody seriously because whatever reason they're scared to be hurt or they seen some Twitter post where a girl was talking about playing a nigga and now they scared and shit. That may be the case, but with me, I feel like if I'm telling you that you don't have to do these things, if I'm, if I'm opening a space for you to be vulnerable and be just be you, you should be able to do that. And if you can't do that, that's a problem in and within yourself. You have to have the confidence to say, okay, I'll be vulnerable, I'll open up, even if this person doesn't, you know, reciprocate that. That's like one of my main models right now. I try to be as open and vulnerable as I can with everybody that I come across because vulnerability and authenticity build the best relationships, friendships, 
anything of that nature mentorships it is it all comes down to vulnerability um but again it all goes back to rejection as well people are are super fucking scared of rejection so they act in ways they they're weird they're avoided they're they ghost um and then the other person who's on the opposite end of that gets rejected and then they feel defeated and they're like oh there's something wrong with me why doesn't anybody like me um why doesn't anybody take me seriously when at the end of the day those are two individual problems the person that is avoidant and making you feel like you're not worth anything because they can't vocalize their feelings appropriately for fear of whatever that's their problem your problem becomes when you let that rejection make you feel super defeated and not even just rejection in relationships rejection in your job um rejection in whatever uh entertainment feel you want to be in maybe somebody didn't like your clothing design maybe somebody didn't like that song you wrote and you're just like oh i'm gonna give up i'm not gonna try it anymore um i'm not good enough for this when in reality as as corny as it sounds, rejection is always redirection. Maybe you could revisit that song in a month or two and say, oh, I can make a little change here. And maybe you don't need to make a change at all. Maybe you're playing that song to the wrong audience. Maybe you're showing those clothes to the wrong audience. Maybe um, you're giving this idea to somebody that can't comprehend the... Ve- the ve- Fuck. I swear to God, I, I tweeted the other day. I'm like, I hope I never make a typo again. And, and I just keep fucking stuttering, making IRL typos with my fucking tongue. But maybe the person wasn't able to understand the ability, Jesus, validity. I still don't know if I'm saying that right. But if they don't understand the genius of your idea. And that is not something that should make you feel like you can't do what you need to do anymore. That's not something that should make you feel like you can never love again. You have to be strong enough within yourself to say, okay, they didn't like it. Okay, she didn't like me. Okay, that idea didn't land well with them. I'm going to take it somewhere else or I'm going to revisit it and make some adjustments that I see fit. Don't make adjustments that somebody else is telling you to make that may not be coming from a place of genuineness where they want to help you. Because, yeah, people can throw you ideas. People can give you notes. I don't think that a person should take uh, criticism word by word and completely implement that into whatever. I think you should take that criticism and then go back into yourself and say, okay, um, this is what they thought of it. Maybe I should revisit this work and see if maybe I have similar thoughts or maybe I find my own little problem with what I did originally. And then you can go back and make that better later. Um, but yeah, don't let rejection defeat you. Okay, what was, we talked about rejection, hello. Oh, grief, 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 grief. Okay, so... Yeah, after my initially after my breakup, I was torn the fuck up as one would be. Um, It's even worse when you're in a long term relationship. And especially, like I said, when you were literally planning a whole shebang, (laughs) a whole life and children and all that type of shit with somebody and we're engaged. It's it's even worse because it's just like, damn, I did all this shit went through all this shit with this person just for them in the end to not even choose me anyway. Like, like, fuck. 
Um, and that shit had me really, 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 really downtrodden. Cause I'm just like, fuck, what's, what next? What am I going to do? Um, how am I going to overcome this? And luckily for me, I had already started, um, earlier on in the year prior working on my mental stability and working on my relationship rejection and working on my mental health. Otherwise I feel like I would have been way worse off than I was. I feel like I would have been way more defeated and I would have just spiraled. Um, but even through, like I had, uh, I had gone to visit my grandma, like for two weeks, like during and after the breakup. Um, and even out there, I was amazed with myself because I was still forcing myself to get up and uh, <laughs> do my Duolingo every day and work out. And I was just and that's that's another thing that motivated me, too, because I'm just like, I can still do these things that I had implemented to make myself better, even in the midst of all this pain. Um, and I did. And I, and I continue to do it today. And I'm extremely proud of myself. Extremely, 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 extremely proud of myself. But grief is a nasty, trifling bitch. <laughs> it's a very nasty, trifling bitch. It sneaks up on you all the time. Um, I could be having a whole three weeks where I just am feeling on top of the world. I feel like I'm going to get anything done. And then I get a reminder of something or I remember something and I just get into this hole where I'm just like, fuck. Like, this shit really happened to me and it's fucked up. <laughs> Like, and I'm really going through these things and it's fucked up and I'm really missing this person. Um, and we, and we don't speak and the way things are, we can't speak. Um, and it's fucked up and it's like, you beat yourself up a lot. Cause you're like, damn, why do I still feel this way after all this time? When in reality, grief is just reminding you that you once loved something, whether it be a person um, a hobby, an idea, and sometimes grief is the thing that'll be a catalyst for you. You can be like, oh, I never got that thing off the ground, and I, and I wish I really would have. It would have been great for this time period, and that grief can trigger something. You need to be like, okay, I'll go back to that and try to put more effort into it this time. Approach it with the new knowledge that I have now. Um, I won't say use your grief to always go back to a person because some a lot of times that's just you being codependent. That's you being not wanting to be uncomfortable how you are. So not necessarily saying to use your grief to go back to something that once was because sometimes you just don't need to do to. You need to use your grief to move forward away from that thing or use your grief to motivate yourself to be better than whatever situation was prior um I'm trying not to make this too relationship based but it, this is literally about a breakup <laughs> so whatever apply apply it where it fits in because it can fit in anywhere it doesn't have to just be relationships it can be it can even be your relationship with yourself you can be grieving who you used to be um, I used, I, I found, I used to find that I used to do that a lot because as a teen, I was just like this overly confident individual. I would do whatever I want. I would wear whatever I want. I would talk about whatever I want. I didn't care if anybody thought I was an, if I was a nerd or geeky or just didn't know what the fuck I'm talking about. I would talk about it proudly. Um, I would represent the shit that I love proudly without hesitation. Um, and for a long time, I, uh, 
I used to grieve. I'm like, damn, what happened to her? Um, I became such a, a, a introverted, depressed, insecure individual. Like, where did that um, person go? But the per- that person never left. You piled a bunch of other shit on top of it that you haven't dealt with yet in order to reach back down and pull them up. And, and sometimes that old person doesn't need to be pulled up completely. You just need to take certain aspects from them um, and reintegrate that into your life. Because that person you were in the past was not a perfect person. They don't have the insight that you have now. And they didn't learn the lessons that you had to learn in order to grow up. Because the only way to grow up, unfortunately for all of us, is to go through shit and to learn the lesson. You either learn the lesson and grow, or you don't learn the lesson and you stay stuck. You repeat the same cycle over and over and over and over and over and over again. And that shit is exhausting as fuck. That beats you down even worse than just dealing with the shit that you're already dealing with. But you have to take every loss. You have to take every no. You have to take every obstacle. <laughs> you have to take every obstacle and use that as a stepping stone. Otherwise, you're going to be stuck. You don't want to be stuck. Don't let anybody ever have you stuck. Don't let your ex-boyfriend have you stuck. Don't let your ex-girlfriend have you stuck. Don't let some shit your fucked up shit your grandma or your auntie or your uncle or your teacher said have you stuck. And grow. That's all I can say. And you have to grow genuinely. Don't like motivate yourself with hate or fuel because eventually you're going to run out. And you're going to get back stuck. You, everything that you do, every change that you make has to come from, from within. You have to genuinely believe that these changes will make you better. And you have to care about people. You have to be considerate. You have to be vulnerable. Because growing um, as a means of selfish concerns is not good either. P- selfish growth methods and selfish motivations are why we have billionaires who can watch a genocide happen and not bat bat a fucking eyelash um a key to being a good adult even though i'm barely 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 25 i believe the key to being a good human a good adult a good representation of humanity comes from loving people understanding that people are going through things in their own lives A lot of people who cause harm don't mean to cause the harm that they cause. They have whatever hang up. They have whatever issue that they can't resolve within themselves. It's causing them to lash out and do stupid shit and say stupid shit. But everybody's learning. And that's something that I hold close to me. When I feel like when I feel myself getting frustrated or angry with somebody, I, I take a step back and like, there is something underlying there that has nothing to do with me. So I'm not going to take that personally. Um, but yeah, they do not be lying when they say that prefrontal cortex be developing at 25. Because my God, I, I don't even thinking about, even think about the person I was in January. I'm like, who the hell even was that? What the hell? Like, and then then going back and, like, retrospecting on my whole relationship, I was just, like, I really wish I could reach back in time and pop myself. Like, girl, like, come on now. (laughs) 
get it to fucking gather. You don't have to do these things. But in order for me to have come to the place where I am now, I had to go through all those things. I had to deal with the losses that I dealt with, losing friends, um, uh, losing my ex, uh, losing the stability that I thought I had in life um, by being on my own now. So I had to go through all those things in order to learn the lesson. Um, and not to get all astrological yet, because I will do an astrology episode later. But uh, I'm a person that's ruled by the planet Saturn, which is a, the planet of hard lessons. And that's basically going to be my whole life. And I used to be really um, discouraged by that when I first started getting into astrology and I was learning about the the planets and rulerships and all of that type of shit. But Saturn is a healer. Saturn is, when you learn the lessons, the lessons become a lot less harder. When you try to bump heads and, and go against what you know is right, go against your intuition, go against what you know is for the best, that's when that heaviness of being Saturn ruled can really fall over your life and you can just feel so defeated and you're like damn another lesson like it's always something but when you actually really internalize and use those lessons to redirect your energy and re remove all the bullshit that was keeping you stuck when you come across those lessons because like I said life is a cycle you're going to come across the same lessons again and again what needs to change is how you deal with them um when you see something familiar you don't want to revert back to what you did in the past which made the shit hard in the first place you want to take it with a new approach so it it gets easier the more you work the more you identify the more you motivate yourself to get over whatever qualms you have um and that's really my the whole point of this episode. Um, people go through a lot of shit. Worse shit than a breakup. Um, people die. People do some pretty heinous shit to people. Um, and you can either be the person that makes, lets that shit fester and make you a, a, a mean individual. Or you can be a person that uses that fucked up shit to see better in the world and in turn see better in yourself um yeah that was rejection grief and growing up uh i don't really have any updates or anything like that unfortunately i'm probably going to put out another episode this friday um after, you know, a little bit more news and shit comes in and after I decide another topic. But today I was just like, I woke up like, yeah, I'm, I'm going to do this episode because it's been a, a, a big factor in my year. Um, and I think it can help a lot of people, especially in a lot of young ladies in my age group and even older, because as sad as it is, a lot of older women don't even understand these concepts. They let shit defeat them so badly they let a past marriage or a a, a baby daddy defeat them so badly that they never grow up in life they never see their worth in themselves in life and that's horrible but 
I'm glad that I went through the things that I went through um, because it allowed me to realize a lot of things a lot earlier than a lot of people would. Um, I know there's hella shit I still have to learn. I'm not even 30 yet, but yeah, I feel good. I'm, I'm glad I made this episode. It feels good to put into work. I've talked about this with other people, but I'm, I don't feel like I've gone this in depth before about this not even with my friends but yeah um I hope this reaches somebody maybe somebody that's going through something similar went through something similar recently and they don't have the motivation or they don't think that they can get through it you will get through it no matter what kind of rejection it was you will get through it you rejection doesn't have to own your life grief doesn't have to own your life um, you're allowed to grieve. Don't let it consume you. Don't let it make you spiral. Let the moment grieve. Let the moment pass and get back right on tr- right back on track. 